Hey, I'm John. And I'm Mike. And you're listening to Swinging Made Simple, a show where we take on topics important to swinging and try to offer insight and advice for navigating the lifestyle and relationships. On today's Swing Made Simple, I wanted to talk about etiquette in the lifestyle. Um, Etiquette around like dating and around parties and party invites and things like that. And uh, I guess let's get right into it with something that... Well, oh, why is etiquette important? Oh, yeah, that's good. You know, that's a good question. Um, Yeah, having good etiquette uh, ensures that everybody involved with like whatever it is you're up to um feels comfortable you know feels safe feels appreciated it just kind of having good etiquette makes everybody feel good right um when you exhibit bad etiquette you may make people feel bad about themselves or or things that they're doing um so it's generally you know i, I grew up in the south and in the south it's sort of a mantra to have everybody around you feel comfortable, you know, and feel welcome. And that that's what having good etiquette does. All right. Yeah. So yeah, I guess the, the first thing I want to discuss was um the world of ghosting. Uh and this kind of applies to like lifestyle dating as well as lifestyle parties and things like that. Okay. And you can just skip this whole segment if you just don't ghost people. That's really all there is to it. Just don't ghost people. Yeah, I mean, really, you could skip this entire podcast if you just acted right, right? Like, yeah. I mean, if we were all just, like, really decent, kind, empathetic human beings all the time. Yeah. Like, you really wouldn't need this podcast. This is true. Well, but we all screw up. Yeah, we're not perfect. Some of the things, you know, I should probably say at the top of this, some of the things we'll be discussing, I'm not. I'm not, you know, I've definitely committed some etiquette violations. Oh, and I'm fucking horrible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I think it's good just to sort of maybe, you know, even if you think you're pretty good, maybe just give this a listen anyways. There might be something maybe you didn't realize is bad etiquette. Um, You know, something you just hadn't thought about. So, yeah. Ghosting has become all too common a phenomenon. When, say you and your partner are trying to set up a date with another couple and they just don't respond or you just don't respond. And this is really bad etiquette. You should be responsive. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just treat people with decency, you know? I mean, if, if somebody says hello to you on the street, you don't walk by and just ignore them. Right. Like it's not really a nice thing to do. No. I mean, I would, you know, I don't know why text or would be any different. It's, I think what happens is when we're texting people, we're not texting people. We're like texting words on a screen, right? I think we lose a lot of that sense of you're talking to a person. 
uh, it's very hard to really empathize while just, you know, maybe you see their picture, but it's, it's, just, it's definitely not the same, you know, by any means. It needs to be treated the same, though. It does. It absolutely does. Or it, should be. Yeah. <laughs> I have a hard time drawing absolutes, but I mean, yeah, etiquette. Yeah. You know, says, hey, if if somebody talks to you, um, respond. Even if it's to say I don't want to talk, at least it's a response. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. I think people generally feel bad saying no. And whether it's to party invites, date invites, um, I mean, pretty much anything. This goes way beyond swinging. People, I think a lot of people will feel bad saying no. So then they opt just to not to say anything. And I, I that is far worse, right? Because you're sort of dragging things out um, and just it, it's so much it, it can be harder to just say, no, I'm not interested. No, thank you, etc. But um, it lets, you know, the other people who maybe reach out to you to invite you to something, it may be taking a lot for them to reach out and do that. And now they're wondering, why aren't they responding? You know, do they just like think so little of me, right? That they won't even respond to me. And it can really hurt somebody's feelings when you get ghosted. Um, so just if you, if you, if you know it's a no, then just say no. You know, you don't owe a lot of explanation or anything. I think that's the other thing too, is when people say no, they feel like they they need to provide a reason for it. And you really don't. No. Um. It does feel harsh, just saying no. And it, I, I can understand why somebody would rather not deal with the, the drama of saying no. I mean, either way, you're hurting somebody's feelings, but if you, if you just ghost them, then you don't have to deal with the repercussions of doing it. It's not a nice thing to do. I, you know, I go so far to say it's kind of the cowardly thing to do, right? Because, like, you just don't want to deal with it. Well, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say it's always a cowardly thing. It could be just a lazy thing. Mm. You know? I mean, how often has somebody texted you and be like, I want to get to them in five minutes, you get busy at work, and then eight hours goes by, and then you're like, well, it's, that conversation's over, so you just let it go until the next day, and then the next day they're like, where the fuck did you go? Yeah, for me, it's never eight hours. It's like three days. But I'm like, oh, crap. You know, I mean, you know, it, it, as always, life happens. Nothing is a black and white situation. Everything's a little more nuanced than that. But, you know, ghosting can be cowardly. I mean... It's best if we don't do it. And it is, I mean, it's not a polite way to treat a human being. Like, I mean, isn't that the whole point? Like, etiquette is just being polite to our fellow human beings. Yeah, treating the golden rule, right? Treating people the way you want to be treated. And yeah, I mean, ghosting really only came about once we started texting, right? And yeah, just 
Like you were saying earlier, just imagine it wasn't a text. Imagine it was you're face-to-face with that person, and you just stop talking to them. No, I don't. You might not be old enough, John. Um, We ghosted before the internet. Yeah, I guess I guess back before the internet, it was just not returning a phone call. It was, you know, uh, ignoring the answering machine or, you know, not talking to somebody ever again. Yeah. You know, avoiding them whenever you could. Like, if you saw them coming down the hall at school, you went the other way. Like, we didn't call it ghosting, but it was just a different type of ghosting. Yeah. So it's been around a long time. I mean, human beings have been shitty to each other for a long time. Yeah. And the whole point is, like, we're trying to tell you or help you to not be shitty to your fellow swingers and human beings. Yeah. Because we are human beings. Yeah. We have, we're imperfect. We have feelings. Um, you know, and you need to keep that in mind. Like it's it's so easy just to blow things off and just pretend that um nobody's getting hurt. You know, and the reality is you're probably hurting the other person's feelings when you don't respond to them. And so yeah, it's it can be harder, but just you know, just tell them what's up. Let them know. You know, kind, compassionate, honest. <laughs> Yeah, I guess from that, um, from ghosting, you kind of get into, uh, like, dating, right? And going out with other people. So let's do that. Let's get into the etiquette of dating. Okay. All right. And we'll, we'll attack it from the lifestyle perspective. Yes. So you and your wife have communicated and, and, and you've done all the pre-work. What does etiquette say about contacting another couple? Hmm. How would you do that? You know, that's um, that's a pretty good question because, like, I think most of our contacts have come from, say, you know, going to swinger events like meet and greets and things like that. Great. Yeah. You're at a meet and greet. You and your wife scope out another couple. Seem really interesting. I mean, I don't. I, you know, I don't care what drew you to them, their looks, their attitude, how funny they are, the way they're dressed, like whatever it was, you guys are like, we want to meet them. Yes. What is that? It could tell you. Um, you know, don't you basically introduce yourself, you know, that's absolutely fine. Uh, uh, be, be, you know, friendly, uh, don't like them talking to you is I think that's probably the most important thing to remember when somebody's talking to you and having a good time that doesn't necessarily mean they're interested in you sexually by any means right they you, they could just be enjoying you as, as people um they could just be being polite you should never read into anything um unless I mean like there's times where you can get obviously like flirty or whatever but you know uh, don't bogart their time. Like if you're at say a meet and greet, your goal is to meet and greet and go and mingle a little bit. Um, so even if you are having a good time, it's it's a little bit polite to be like, okay, well, you know, we've it was nice, you know, we've had a great time meeting you. Uh, let's hang out 
uh but you know we're gonna go mingle a little bit right um because they might i mean they might be having a they might have had a great time hanging out with you maybe they're not having that great time and they're just trying to be polite you know you you should sort of know when it's time to um break that up and give them the opportunity to head out you know if they want to get out of that conversation that they're in um and give you an opportunity to go again mingle meet and greet you know um and i guess as yeah as far as that could goes yeah yeah be polite don't be rude uh don't show up and and talk shit about you know other people in the room or anything you know <laughs> weird like that you know get to know them talk to them ask them questions um try to listen more than you talk you know uh try to yeah, basically, I mean that's that's always been my sort of back when I was dating. My goal was, um, just to keep asking questions <laughs> you know, and try to ask them questions about themselves, get them to tell me things about themselves, um, and you know try to get to know them and and try to listen, you know. And so, I'm notoriously bad at this part. Meeting meeting people is fucking terrifying for me mm. um but yeah i think that etiquette says that you approach them when when it's a good time to approach them if they're deep in a conversation with somebody else it's probably best to let them be a little bit give yes. them give them some space um if they're separated it's fine to go up and talk to one of them. However, don't corner them. Yeah. You know, it, it's, and, and, and I think it's really important. Like, you know, you make small talk, you know, you, you ask them how they are, how they're doing. Um, maybe how they found the meet and greet, how, or how they found the group that you're with or, or whatever it is, and and you get to know them a little bit that way. Um, all too common, I see the introduction where couples immediately sexualize the couple they're talking to. Mm. And I know we're swingers, and I know what this is about. However, that's poor form, and it... It makes people feel creepy. Yeah. Or creeped out, at least. Yeah. Um, not every couple you meet is going to want to sleep with you. Not every couple you meet is going to have the same dynamic as you. Um, some of these people might just be voyeurs, and when you're flirting and sexualizing them, that's scary for them. So the etiquette would be make small talk and and get them to know get to know them a little bit. Yeah. With like you said, without monopolizing their entire evening. They're here to meet people also and they're not here they're not they're not there just for you. And I think that's a big thing with etiquette, especially in the lifestyle. We treat everybody as if they're here for just us. Mm. We it we do that too often. Right. And the fact is, is, you know, they have shit going on too. And 
we can't be so fucking eager. Yeah. So take a step back. Go easy. And allow things to flow. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's so easy to forget um, things like, you know, maybe this other couple, like you're at a meet and greet. Maybe they had to drive say two hours to get here and they're only, they don't have that much time before they got to go home. Right. Uh, and their time, their time may be precious. It, it may be costing them noodles of money, you know, cause they're paying a sitter, you know? Um, and yeah, if you monopolize, if you mo- ugh, monopolize their time, you're, well, it's just, it's just rude. You know, <laughs> like, like yeah. let them, you, I, I would feel pretty bad if I hung out with somebody for like 45 minutes straight and then found out like they had to go home right then and they didn't get to talk to anybody else, you know? Like, oh, I feel awful. So, yeah, try to keep it light, keep it moving. Um, yeah, and I mean, as far as like etiquette goes, I, I think the idea when, when meeting people is, and this will probably be a reoccurring theme for me, but keep yourself small. Make a small footprint. You don't, you don't have to own the room. You don't have to own everybody's attention and you don't have to take away from everybody else to get what you want. Yeah. And I think, and I think that's probably going to be, you know, what most etiquette is about. Basic dating etiquette when you want to ask somebody out is you should uh it's you shouldn't you should never have like a vague notion of oh let's go out sometime when you invite somebody out you should have a specific place time you know when where um and you know you can have some back and forth but generally generally speaking you know most of the time if you pick a day and they're interested in going out with you they'll you know be like yeah and, and figure out how to make that work right it's a lot easier to start with a date and maybe have to change it a little bit as opposed to having this vague sense of like, Oh, let's hang out sometime and never really making solid plans. Well, let's hang out sometime. I think is, um, I think that's just somebody being polite. Like, I don't think that's an offer to hang out necessarily. That's just somebody saying, we, I, I kind of like you, so we should hang out in the future. I don't think it's really an invitation to hang out. Yeah. But if somebody says, hey, let's hang out, when's a good time for you? Like, you don't necessarily have a date set in mind, but you are asking for when is good. Yeah. And that's an invitation. Um, It might be a little strong, I think, if you come up and like, Hey, I'm free next Friday, three o'clock. You good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, I usually like to try to sort of, um, yeah, you know, I'll just pick a night and say, Hey, Friday night, you know, yeah. that that's usually how I start, but I think it is, it is perfectly fine and acceptable to say, Hey, when's good for you. And when you get asked that you should respond with a specific date and, you know, like when is good for you. Right. If you just answer, Oh, any time. You're not helping make plans at all. Right, right, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. And I am so fucking guilty of that. Like, hey, when's good for you? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's it's almost as bad as, like, like the the whole asking your wife what she wants for dinner thing. 
Like, I don't know if you've seen that meme or whatever, but like, what do you want? Oh, I don't know what I want. What do you want? Well, how about this? No, I don't want that. Well, what about this? No, I don't want that. Like, yeah, I, I am so bad when it comes to making plans. Like when's good for you? Oh, whenever. And then inevitably whenever is not good for me. Yeah. (laughs) Whenever just becomes never. Yeah. I mean, I am, I am so fucking terrible at that. So yeah, either have a date when you send out the invite or ask them for the date and they should respond with, you know, you should, if you get asked that you should respond with a date. Um, yeah. And, and when we're talking about couples, um, we need to understand that if say you're talking to me and we're trying to set something to go out, to go out with, with the ladies, um, it's understood that right then and there, you're not going to have an answer. Right. You know, um, I need to talk to my wife. I need to figure out, you know, where she is, when is good for her. And again, not ghosting. When you say, I don't know, I need to talk to my wife. Well, you need to fucking get back to them. You know what I mean? You can't go, Oh, I need to talk to my wife and then never respond. Yeah. Like again, guilty as fuck what i like to do is like if it's a i need to talk to my wife um you know moment i i say when i'm going to be talking to them like oh i'll talk to my wife tonight and i'll get back to you maybe tomorrow you know i sort of get let them know when you can expect to hear back from me and that is an excellent piece of advice yeah that also that works in the office as well (laughs) whatever i will still fuck that up But it is, like, uh, if you're going to practice good etiquette, then, I mean, these are the things you do. Like, you know, if somebody asks you and you have to get back to them, you get back to them. If uh, if you need to talk to your wife, yeah, let them know. This is when you can expect to hear from me. Yeah. And they hear from you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, then actually that's, do it. <laughs> yeah, like, the, this is this is etiquette. This is This is not being rude. Yeah. That's all etiquette is. Yeah. And... Yeah, so fucking bad at it. Yeah, it's easy to get wrapped up in things, and like it, it, it's pretty easy to be accidentally rude. You know, it's easy to say, "Oh, let me go." I, like, yeah, because I'm pretty bad at saying, "Oh, I gotta go do this," and then I, I actually go and do that, and then just like just forget to respond because maybe I wake up in the morning and something is on fire at work or something like that. You know, and yeah, but it's almost disrespectful. Like, yeah. I mean, and again, life happens, uh, you know, people screw up, but it, it it is a sign of respect to treat somebody decently. Yeah. And when you don't do that, it feels a whole lot like disrespect. Yeah. You know, because I know, I know I do it a lot and I have no intention of doing it, but I do it. Yeah. And it's, it's repeated behavior. And, I, you know, I don't think I'm a disrespectful person or I'm an asshole, but I act like it sometimes. So, I mean, it's important. Like, this should be in the front of my head. This should be, I should be intentional about following up and keeping my word. Yeah. And, I mean, and I think that's that's what we're talking about when we're talking about dating etiquette. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? So, 
Yeah, so I guess moving next in, into the date is, you know, getting to the date, right? Like, you've set up a date, you know where you're going, you're going out for dinner Friday night. Um, be on time. <laughs> That's, you know. Yeah. Show the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> be on time. You know, if you're running late, let them know as soon as you do, you know, know that you're running late. Just say, hey, we're running late. You know, here's when you, here's when you, ugh, here's when you can expect us. Um. Well, well, let let let's talk about why it's important to um, be on time. Why it's important to show up. You know, when you're talking about couples, you know, okay. So now you have four people working to get their schedules together to make a dinner happen. Not only that, like you said earlier, there's childcare. There's dog sitting. There, there's travel like like i have to pay a toll to see any of my friends you know what i mean like yeah that's a thing so if my friends are coming down my way to see me they got to go through the tunnel or over over the bridge they, they've got to pay a toll and if i don't show up not only is that travel time taken out not only is there are they paying for a babysitter or, or you know doing any myriad of things that then the babysitter has a schedule, you know, like, yeah. you know, they, they have to get their, their parent, their, you know, the grandparents to watch the kids or their brother or sister, whatever. Like a lot of people's lives are affected when we make plans to do something. We should consider that. Yeah. So being on time and showing up, that's important. That's, that's showing you're respecting somebody else's time. Yes. You're respecting somebody else's life. Yes. And when you're two hours late, you're not doing that. When you don't show, you're not doing that. Yeah. That's not a nice thing to do to somebody. Man, I couldn't imagine not showing. I don't think I've ever like stood anybody up. Yeah, I guess I guess standing up is ghosting. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's important. So so Yeah. And look. Babysitter doesn't show up, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so complete legitimate excuse. Life happens. Babysitter doesn't show up. Get on the phone. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you know the babysitter isn't, isn't coming. And if they're not there when you're supposed to leave, you pretty much know that you're not going to be there. Or that you're going to be really late. Yeah. You know, so... I don't know. When my kids needed babysitters, if the babysitter wasn't there 15 minutes early, like, I would know. I'd be on the phone with them. Are you coming? When are you going to get here? Yeah. You know? So I'd have answers. Like, a phone call. That's all it takes. A text. You don't even have to call. You don't even have to hear the disappointment in their voice. You can text them and, and let them know, and you can... Feel a little less bad through text if you want. But you still let them know. Yeah. Yeah. And you give them the chance. Like, like you can say, hey, babysitter's going to be a half an hour late. Can we push it back an hour? You know, you give them the opportunity. If they want to say no, like, all right, well, that sucks. But, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you can come up with an alternative plan, you know? Maybe, um, 
maybe they can come to you, you know, if the babysitter's not showing up, maybe they can just come over and, you know, have a drink with you or something, hang out in your living room, you know, who knows, but, um, yeah, you get on the phone with them and, and figure out, like, hey, is there something else we can do, or do you just have to take a rain check, you know, and schedule for another night? Um, Does this feel like communication is key to you? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, when we talk about communication is key, we were talking about communication within couples, right? Now yeah. we're talking a lot more about communication outside, you know, a couple. And again, every bit is important. Yeah. You know, you're dealing with people. Communication is important. Yeah. And ghosting is the complete lack of communication. Yeah. Yeah. You know <laughs> yeah. Communication is key. Ghosting is a uh, trash. I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel like there's a, a quip we can come up with here, but I'm not coming up with it off the top of my head. Okay. So you've made the date. You made it on time. You're there. Um, you know, maybe to go back a little bit, um, when you're setting up dates, it's good to maybe keep in mind, um, like when you're talking about a first date, you should probably try to keep it a little casual, you know, like going to, if you're going to a restaurant, go to a casual restaurant. Don't go inviting somebody out to a $80, $90 steakhouse for a first date. Uh, because that really kind of puts, you don't know other people's financial situation, puts them on the spot, you know. Um, so you're at like a, you're at a fun casual restaurant. Um, you know, you showed up on time, everyone said, hey. Um, and yeah, that's, that, this is where it's, it's no longer a meet and greet. This is where you can really sort of, you get to monopolize the conversation now. Not monopolize, but you get to monopolize their time now. Because this is your you set this up. This is not the meet and greet scenario anymore. Right. This is a opportunity to get to know them. Oh, it's a job interview. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like it, it really is. It's, it's, you are meeting this couple and generally speaking, it's in the hopes of making a connection, whether it's a sexual connection, a friendship connection, you are looking to connect with, with another human being. That's, that's, that's what, a date is yeah um so and a first date should be you should be looking for chemistry mm -hmm. and however that works so yeah you're 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 there to get to know them and maybe have a good time after and when i say good time i don't mean like fuck them <laughs> you know i mean maybe that that's what works for you and maybe that's what you want to do that's great but i'm talking just, you know just like have a good time with another couple to see if you guys mesh if it's dancing or karaoke i know your wife loves that mm -hmm. um or whatever it may be yeah i mean it, maybe maybe it's a long walk talking on a moonlit beach I, I don't care what it is it's just you're, you're just trying to connect and and figure out generally speaking whether or not you want to sleep with this couple yeah you know um there's not a whole lot of people in the swinging lifestyle that like are making a date just to go to dinner just to meet somebody you don't need to be in the lifestyle to do that. You know what I mean? Like, like typically a lifestyle date is we're looking for chemistry. We're looking to see if something might be able to happen in the future. 
Yeah. I want to know if I like you enough to get naked with you. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a job interview. It's a get to know you. Like, you know, I mean, I have my go-tos. I I love origin stories. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I, I want to know how they met. I want to know how they got into lifestyle, whether they're in the lifestyle before they met or whether they met in the lifestyle or, mm. you know, if they, if they were monogamous together, what made them decide to choose the lifestyle? Like, like I, I probably dig you too deep and it's probably bad etiquette to be quite honest. I probably get too personal. Yeah. I. Uh... I mean, this is a scenario where you should be starting to get a little more personal, right? Um, you know, as long as like, yeah, you could get too personal. You could share, you can share too much details. You know, you could share, um, stories about you know, like a surgery you just had or something like that. You know, like things that are just like a little strange on first date. You know. Yeah, but you know, it's, maybe but... it comes up. You know. You like if you walk in on crutches, okay, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I just had surgery. Here's my crutches. You know, let's talk about that, right? You know, that's fine. Um, but um, yeah, I I think with even with all that said about having it being sort of like a job interview, it is important to um tamper your like sexual expectations a little bit, right? I think uh far too often a couple will go out like. I think deep down, maybe we're all hoping a little bit, you know, to have sex at the end of the night. Um, but you, you, you shouldn't show up expecting that to happen. You know, um, you shouldn't you, like, you shouldn't go home and be like disappointed if something does, if sex doesn't happen. Well, I, I think that, all right. For me, like, and, and I guess everybody's different. Like, I, I can see how some swingers are, they are just in it for the rush. So I could see how they would get excited about meeting a couple and want to like instantly sexualize it and end up having sex that night. Yeah. And, and, and that is really cool if everybody's on board. Yeah. Um, expecting that. Is probably what we're talking about. How how there's a a certain lack of etiquette. Like I know, I know it's a cliche in in to say it in the lifestyle, and I so hate it. But when they say "go with the flow," like yep. I mean, that's kind of what you're looking to do, to a certain extent. You go with the flow. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, there are steps along the way. I think though. You know, you can go in with hopes, but not expectations. You know, you can go in with it and say, and you can want things to happen, but you don't expect them to happen. Mm -hmm. And in order for those things to happen, certain steps need to be taken. There, there needs to be certain, certain negotiations, you know, uh, certain expectations set. Yes. Together as a group, not by yourself. Yes. And, you know, it's important for you as a couple or you as an individual to maintain your boundaries in the face of all of that. Yes. But I guess as far as etiquette goes, it, 
it's bad form to expect a certain result. Yeah. You yeah, you like you should be um you know, appreciative of their time of take of them taking the time to hang out with you and get to know you. Um and if you are ex- like it, it, you should be in the mindset of just being happy that you got to go out with them. You know. It, don't take or, anything for granted. Yeah. 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 Hopefully optimistic. Yeah. Like, and that's cool. And, you know, if it didn't happen, like if you really wanted it to happen, you feel like you really clicked, but it didn't happen, it's all right to be disappointed. You know, mm. um, not angry. Oh, oh goodness. You know, no. yeah. you, you shouldn't be crying yourself to sleep. Like, I, I wouldn't think. Yeah. Um, I have a hard time coming up with a situation in my head where, I mean, unless... Like, no, if you wanted it to happen, it didn't happen. Like, you know, all things being equal and amicable, I don't know. I can't see yourself crying yourself to sleep. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I just, going in with, with certain expectations and then being butthurt when they weren't met. <laughs> I love the phrase butthurt, by the way. <laughs> I, th- I think I'm... that, I could be a little, that's a little rude, a little presumptuous. So, it was explained to me that regardless of whether or not you fuck on the first date, which shit happens, we're spontaneous people, you know, Mm. you might fuck on the first date, but if you always set the expectation prior to the date... This, we don't fuck on the first date. Then nobody shows up with expectations of fucking on the first date. Mm. You say, we don't do it. If it naturally happens and you choose to change your mind, that's fine. But don't tell them, oh, we mostly don't fuck on the first date. Because then they're thinking, oh, maybe we're that couple. Right. And if they're not that couple, then they go home. Why weren't we that couple? Right. So, and I don't know where I heard that. And I don't know who, I wish I could tell you who told me that. But I heard that somewhere and they were like, you always set the expectation. We do not fuck on the first date. And if you break it, and if you break it with every couple you meet, you break it with every couple (laughs) you meet. But you tell every new couple you meet, we don't do that. Yeah. And that way on the first date. Nobody has expectations. Everybody goes home happy. And then if you don't want to see them again, you can let them know, whether it's text or phone call or whatever, or the next meet and greet you meet them at, what, however you do it. Mm-hmm. But it's always easier to deal with that after the date than it is at the date. Yeah. That is pretty good advice, um, I think, because that that does take a lot of pressure off, right? It really sort of sets a different kind of tone. If you say, cause yeah, you, you tend to discuss, you know, at least I tend to discuss before like my first dates, um, you know, like what are some of our rules? Like, Oh, I don't do this. I don't do that. And yeah, if you say like, yeah, we don't fuck on the first date. Um, 
then one, if it's a couple that is, is, is strictly there for sex and it's not looking for the same thing you are, maybe you don't go on the date anymore, right? They, they, they might say, hey, you know, this, is, this isn't the kind of people we're looking for, right? If they're looking for going out and fucking just, you know, constantly. And, um, and, and yeah, it, it, it makes the whole evening more about getting to know each other, you know, and less about sex. Um, and then at the end, yeah, you can change it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, if you change your mind, it's not really a bait and switch. No. You know what I mean? It's just that, hey, you know, like, there are some people, like, I've met people to where I, I've met them and i like, I am not attracted to them. And then I have hung out with them and six months later, I'm like, they're fucking hot as shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because something just happens, you know? I, I don't know, what do they call it? Pansexual or, no, what's the one where demisexual? Whatever it is, what whatever the fucking sexual it is, maybe I'm that. However, there are some people I meet, and in an instant, I know I could have sex with this person. I never know when that's going to happen. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Doesn't happen often, but sometimes it happens. Sometimes I feel an instant connection. Sometimes a connection grows. Yeah, and I I feel like if you go into the night with setting the expectations, you are much less likely to hurt somebody's feeling. I think it's actually kind of polite to mm-hmm. say we don't sleep on the first date. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's a good salt. This is a solid move, all around move, you know? Yeah. Say you don't sleep on the first date. And yeah, um, you'll, you'll, you'll probably prevent some hurt feelings when you don't sleep on the first date. If that's if you don't, you know? Right. Uh, or if you do sleep on the date, first date you know maybe you'll make everyone's day (laughs) yeah yeah. and and the tension is although there is a certain sexual tension because you're swingers that tension of are we aren't we are we aren't we like i don't know do i have to act a certain way to to sleep with them tonight like Mm -hmm. all that's gone you can actually like relax with one another and then Allow it to naturally happen. Right. Rather than try to force something. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's good enough for me if I go on a first date and I leave and they want to have sex with me next time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucking awesome to me and that's enough. Yeah. Now, like you said, some people are in it just to, just to screw. Like, Hey, our time is important. We got a babysitter. We want to have sex. Yeah. And that is really cool. As long as it's stated up front. Yep. You know what I mean? As long as everybody goes into it knowing that that's the expectation. Like, you know, you're going to get a lot of couples that are like, whoa, trigger. (laughs) Like, we go with the flow, but like, that's a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, I mean, if that's your thing, that's your thing. And there's... I don't think there's anything wrong with that, as long as everybody's on board. Yeah. As long as everybody understands the rules. It's all, Yeah, communication is key. You just got to yeah. communicate what your expectations are ahead of yeah. time. And be open and honest and kind. Yeah. From the outside.
So then after the date, end of the date, I always like to, you know, next day, give a quick call, say, hey, we had a great time hanging out with you. You know, a little, like a little follow up kind of thing. So you wait till the next day? Well, usually at, at the end of the night, as you're saying goodbye, like I'll say, oh, I had a great time. But like, yeah, like a text is usually like the next day or something. Yeah, I, I usually um, on the way home, my mm-hmm. wife and I talk. Um, and then when we get home, uh, we usually, if we haven't already received a message from, from the couple we just saw, we do like to say, hey, just got home, had a great time. Hope to talk to you soon. You know what I mean? Like just, just a quick follow up text, mm. just to you know. It's just nice to do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, well, and and I think it's I think it's polite to say, "Hey, we were out, and we got home safe." You know yeah. what I mean? They're not they're not your mother or in my case they're not my kids who are calling me at midnight going where the hell are you, but. <laughs> It's, I don't know. It's it feels it feels polite. Just just a quick little follow up doesn't. I don't. Yeah, I don't normally wait till the next day. Mm. I usually send that when we get home. You know, and let's face it, by the time we get home, it's usually like two thirty, three mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning. Not looking for a response back. You know, a response the next day is just fine. Yeah, but we do like to say, "Hey, got home safe." You know, I mean, I yeah, I, I tend to do the got home safe thing, um, especially like, yeah, the longer the drive, the more I feel like I should, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and when I know the other person had a long drive, the more I'm like kind of worried, like, oh, man, I hope they made it home safe. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, yeah, no, that, that I always do that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess, you know, I guess you can in the same night say, hey, you know, had a great time. And thinking back on it, we I we may do that more often than I realize. Where we do that all in the same night and not yeah. wait, not wait until the next day. Um, but yeah, the quick follow up, like had a fun time, you know. Uh, I that is like good classic like dating etiquette, not even swinger dating etiquette. That's just standard dating etiquette. Well, I, you know, yeah. again to repeat myself, a lot of the advice that I have for swingers works for everybody like Mm -hmm. it's not it's not swinger advice yeah this is this is life advice like the the whole idea is just to be a kinder decent more decent person did i almost say decenter almost (laughs) but i think what i think what kind of happens in swinging is um it is different from you know like dating uh dating like it, it is a little different um, I think some people go in with the expectation of, uh, or the understanding that, you know, certain, I don't know, maybe you just don't have to do certain things, you know? Um, well, yeah, because, well, it's all about sex, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, that's the theory. Like nobody's looking to get married. Right. You know what I mean? This is, this is swinging. So this is all about like, um, some kind of like carnal joy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But again, we're all people mm-hmm. and it's not too dissimilar from like, if, if you go, if you're single and you go to a club, right. And you pick up a chick, you know what I mean? And you have a great time that night. 
and then you don't fucking talk to her ever again. Like, you give her your number, or she gives you her number, and then you fucking ghost on her after sleeping with her. I mean, that's kind of a dick move, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it, why... It was just sex. You know what I mean? You were just fucking sleeping with somebody. But you went... You, you, you exchanged numbers. You, you went through the process. So, like, again... You hook up with a chick and you have sex and you go away. Like you're not supposed to track her down and look for her, but you're exchanging numbers. There's there's almost a, a social contract where like, okay, we're exchanging numbers because I'm gonna call you. Like and with swingers, you, you get to sw- together with swingers. Like, you know, just because it's sex doesn't mean there aren't people involved. Mm-hmm. Like, it's polite to say, hey, not interested or. You know, how often do you hear about guys meeting a chick at a bar and they have a, they fucking have a great time? They go home, have sex, exchange numbers, and then he calls her like I don't know three months later, looking to bang. Like, <laughs> how how often do people complain about that? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's real life. That's a shitty thing to do in real life. It's kind of a shitty thing to do to swingers. Yeah, like just be decent. Be polite. Yeah. It's just a different kind of dating, but it's still dating. Yeah. It still has rules. Yeah. So maybe there isn't like the the romantic expectation of a fucking three bedroom house and a picket fence and all that bullshit. But you know, you're still dealing with people. Yeah. And when you deal with people, you need to be polite. Yeah. That's what etiquette is all about. I think that's a good ending note. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it gets all about. I think. I am fully aware that much of the time I am completely full of shit. And if you think that, I'd love to hear about it. You can email me at swinging made simple at gmail.com if you think that um i'm great and you agree with everything i say i would love to hear from you too also swinging made simple at gmail.com that's swinging made simple at gmail.com bean bean